What is up, you guys? It's just Emily here, real quick, just to let you know that there's an amazing episode coming up with the wonderful Chloe Trost. Um, but a couple people have been asking, and, and you know, it's, 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 it's time to address. Um, Sophia's been on a little hiatus for a few episodes. Um, and that's just because, you know, life gets intense sometimes, and she's working on a lot of new career moves for herself. And, you know, Gufanti's quite the commitment. So, not to say that she won't be coming back ever. But for the sake of the podcast's longevity, um, I'm probably going to be changing the name and it'll just be me as your main host, um, pretty much always with someone else, sometimes Sophia, hopefully in the future, but not always. So I, we're going to kind of like transition y'all into into more of an Emily, Emily only as the main host kind of podcast. Um, we all love her and she'll be back and we're going to keep all the episodes that have been here. Um, but you know, that, that, that's just the way the, 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 the cookie crumbles sometimes. Okay. So please keep listening. If you love me, if you love the podcast, um, or don't you have the freedom to choose, um, in this country. So thank you for listening as always. And I'm so excited. Pete's still here. Pete is still here. And I'm so excited to keep podcast going, keep you with content every week and, and to, to live in your ears for an hour again. So Enjoy the episode. Thank you for listening. I love you. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have you. Are you rolling? Oh, awesome. <laughs> okay, great. Well, drum roll, please. <laughs> Welcome to... We don't know. We don't know we don't what to know. say. It's Gufanti Brunettes, but... Um, um, but different minus the... So it's minus the brunettes plus... I well, you're brunette. Okay, plus the brunettes minus the Gufanti. Hey. Plus the... I love Gufanti. Okay. No, you know what? Okay, let's... Uh, my name is Emily. I'm Chloe Slow Motion. <laughs> 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 Well, to explain to the fans, um, and so we got Pete on sound. <laughs> okay, <laughs> continue to explain to the fans. Uh, uh, I don't know if Jamie talked about this, but we had a radio show. You do have a radio show. She did not talk about it. That is so fucking bitchy of her. Yeah, you would think you would think she would have a little bit what of awareness. I, 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 I gotta I gotta chat with her. We live together. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have a radio show. Uh, and that's my name on the radio show. Okay, so your real Chloe name is Chloe Trost. Chloe Trost. But yes. you have a radio show with your improv group, A Crazy Amazing Friendship, every Sunday. That sucks when you say it all in a sentence like that. Why? <laughs> you don't like the way that that sounds? Uh, you have a radio show with your improv group. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, about like doing anything like comedy or music or any type of art thing. When you say in a sentence what you do, you're like, fuck, ew, damn it. I look in the mirror and I'm like, you don't, you yeah. don't mean that. Yeah. But that's, that's until you, I guess, are you ever going to not feel that way? No. Yeah. Unless I'm like a painter that lives in the Cape and I'm like... I'm a I painter am, in the cape. Lives in the cape and yeah, I, I like guess. I, though, unless like if you if you when you become super successful, oh, oh in entertainment, oh. then you could be like, yeah, I'm I'm a entertainer that lives in the cape. I'm a painter that lives in the cape. Yeah, of course. Yes, that is actually my dream to be a painter who lives in the cape. I actually have only been to the cape twice. Once with Pete. Once with Pete. 
and And once with my childhood friend oh that's nice i feel like i also have that same dream like this like faux dream in the back of my head where i'm like what if i just dropped everything and moved to a peaceful little house where nobody fucking knows my name no and i paint and write and play piano but it's such a fake like it's so procrastinative dream it's also so fake because it's like i mean i I'm, you probably feel the same, but it's such an ego thing that I want people to like watch and listen to what I do. I don't want to just yeah. be like throwing it into the abyss. Right. Who needs that? But right. so if I did that, if I like was a painter in the cape, I'd be like hanging up my paintings in our shed. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. For me to look in and be like, oh, yeah. Right. And that's that's always interesting to me because it's such a huge part of it with like I obviously love comedy and and music but i'm not just doing it only for the sake of doing it what's involved in doing it is a reaction from people yeah so there is that ego thing in it of like i want to be watched and 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 acknowledged yeah did you always feel like that when you were oh my god my whole life yeah my whole life well you know about x factor right Oh yeah! Like and you I totally know, forgot about that. Yeah, my whole life I was like, just I want to be a star. I want to be famous. <sighs> like ever since I was so little. That's so funny. Which yeah. is kind of fun. Did you have that? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I I didn't have my X Factor. That's but in a way you did. Like school plays, right? I yeah. actually did have. I did have something that. Uh, I, I guess I'm going to go off on this. Okay. I won go second. Off queen. <laughs> I won second place in the Today Show Halloween costume contest. You did? <laughs> <laughs> I did. How old did. are you? Congratulations. Like At nine. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a talent. I mean, yeah. Who were the hosts? Do you remember? I'm obsessed Campbell, with the Today Show. Campbell Brown or Campbell. Who? Somebody named Campbell. I don't know what Campbell. If I keep saying Campbell, will this anybody was remember her? Years ago, maybe, <laughs> maybe someone will phone in or DM in, DM in, DM in. Alma Del Campbell Brown. Yeah, I think it was Campbell Brown. Yeah. Oh, Campbell Brown. I what don't know the first, the first thing, thing. Is that a what surname? For her real first names. Can I see what she looks like? Alma, Alma, Alma Whale. <laughs> what is it? What Amadeo. Amadeus. Amadeus. Rock me, Amadeus. I have no Let's idea see. who that is. Oh, hell yes. When she told me second, I no and I was like, fuck you. Why did you... <laughs> <laughs> Why did you... Enter, did your parents enter uh, you into it? Yeah, well, okay, so I grew up doing Treating Halloween like show hard. business. Your par- was it like a hard on yeah. you as a kid? so your my parents... parents um, imagine if I was like, yeah, I was toddlers and tiaras. Like, I got toddlered and tiaraed. I feel like you are the last person I would picture that actually. Uh, no, that didn't to. happen to me. My parents are so hands off, um, in like a cool way. Yeah, but they, I mean, hands on, hands on deck, all time. hands on deck. <laughs> but uh, they, my mom really loved uh, doing Halloween with me, and we always handmade all of our costumes every year. Similar to how she cut your hair, and she you cut now cut hair. your own yes. hair. Did I you know. know that she cuts her own hair? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I just have chatted about it, maybe, to people off the cuff. Yeah. But uh, I so do. So you're a very DIY hair. kind of family. I am. A, oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's like too... Uh, 
to a fault. Like, I mean, I could get into that. Okay, wait. So I'll tell you, I'll tell the Halloween thing first. Okay. So um, we would always make, I would always make my costumes with my mom and they always had to have like a purple theme. So like the, when we would go to Joanne and stuff, like we would get inspired by like what was purple in season, uh-huh. like uh, the fabrics that they had. When you would go to Joanne? Joanne fabric. Oh, I don't know what that is. Is that a Jersey thing? Um, no, it's You're from like New a- Jersey. Yes. I'm from Hohokus. Which I've never heard of until I met you. Really? I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. I feel like everyone in New Jersey is like, I passed that on Route 17. Is it really north? Yeah, it's pretty north. I never go north. Unless I go Where's to like- Montclair? Wait, you're not I'm from not Mont- from Montclair. Montclair. John's from Montclair. Right. Wait, where are you from again? Warren. Oh. Which is like almost central. I say it's still north. Yeah. But it's almost central. central is different. Central is different. And I don't think that <laughs> you could associate me with Central Jersey. No, no. I'm not Trenton or Princeton. Yeah, that's different. I'm more that's like Short different. Hills Summit, Baskin yeah, Ridge. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely from that North Jersey uh, vibe, like Bergen County. Yeah. <clears throat> which also gives me a bit more of like a um, foresty vibe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It is. It's like, there are some rolling hills there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There are, there's like a little bit. Yeah. There are some rolling hills. (laughs) Like not huge, but they work for sure. They work for us. For sure. Uh, I actually, there, there, there used to be like a wooded area right next to my house that when my grandpa died. Oh no. uh, I mean, we're not even going to get into that. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> when my you were asking died. me to laugh at you telling me that your I grandpa know. died. That is something I do 100% of the time when I say something bad. I'm like... You get nervous and you do it in a funny way? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. All the time. Yeah. I was talking to Jamie about something. We are going... I'm like... I'm, so, I'm the queen of being like, so I'm half in a story, but... Yeah. This thing also matters. Well, I keep taking you away from I it, know. too. Well, yeah. I mean, I talk to Jamie all the time about it, how, how uh, she'll be like, so what's up? And I'm like, I couldn't sleep last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then she's like, all right, like, can yeah. we talk about it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm like... Really anxious. I'm getting a lot of nightmares where someone's cutting up my chest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw your story about that. <laughs> She's like, can you not, like, sing it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't, can't get it out. I can't get it out. Do you, do you feel like when it's time to be serious or talk about your true deeper emotions, you have to be funny about it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 100% I do that or else I feel like I... I'm like saying this, like, I mean, I can get into, I can get into a vibe sometimes, but I do often do that if I'm like a little intoxicated or I'm like, you know, I got a little bit of a guard down, you know, and and I'm, or I'm drinking or something. And then I can get into a conversation where I'm like laying on the couch with someone. Yeah. No, but it's not that it's that I actually like grew up not believing in myself you know like, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and then just, yeah and then and then really like, <laughs> like I don't know I, yeah, yeah. I, I can I can but it's totally tough. Yeah. yeah I I are you also someone who hates confrontation oh my god because I'm the fucking <clears throat> same what you're well you're a Taurus yeah our birthdays are like two days apart, right? Wait, when's your birthday? May 15th. Oh, yeah, May 13th. Yeah, yeah. So we're both Tauruses. And I, that's why I relate uh-huh. to, well, that's some, okay. I, I say that's why, but some people don't believe astrology is real. But I think that's, I'm the same way about like, 
I cannot confront anything. I'm so bad at speaking up for myself to other people or telling them what's bothering me if they're doing something that's bothering me. I would rather just like swallow it and deal with it myself or just like not deal with the fact that I have to confront somebody. Yeah. And then rather than like singing my feelings or like, or like, rather than putting on a cartoon voice to say it. Yeah. I feel like I just, kind of do the same thing but in a way where I like do I don't know how to explain it like I do that voice of like but like it's actually not okay like I do this you get into like a valley voice like Instagram girl voice kind of thing where you're like just like talking with your girls being like I didn't know I like I can't deal and I can't deal with that but it's like whatever yeah yeah, which is still I guess like a character like I'm still like yeah putting on something I think that I think Girls fall into that a lot of being able to like talk shop and and do shit as if it's gossip, but it's like right. but it's really talking about like deeper stuff. It's yeah. not really gossip. It's like or not. It's not really like I, I I don't know how to explain it better than that. Well, sometimes it feels like when you're talking about something like that and you guise it as gossip, it's clear that whatever you're saying about somebody else is a reflection of your own problem. Oh, yeah. Like, I can, I feel like I can definitely say, unless somebody does something to me and, like, there's a clear action reaction, Mm -hmm. whenever I talk shit about somebody and whatever I'm shitting on is actually an insecurity of my own that I'm projecting onto them. Yeah. Like, a thousand percent. I have something else about confrontation in me is that I will choose to never, like, hear my critics. And I think that's a confrontation thing too, where it's like, if I had, if I like put something out there, like I would not read a comment board like at all. Like I don't want to know what it is that people don't like about me. I don't, I don't want you to be like, no, be honest. Like what, what's like the annoying thing about me? Oh my God. Don't know. Yeah. I, 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 me too. I don't ever, like when it comes to indulging in like self, uh, what like self destruction, like looking at those kind of comments or like whenever I was never the kind of person to like go see, like I never go look at like what John likes on Instagram or like oh, I'm just yeah, like yeah. I'd rather not. I just see, don't want to know. Yeah, or like actually today this like meme account posted one of my old old babe videos, which. Mm-hmm. I love when they do that because I get a surge of followers, but I hate it because I don't associate with that shit anymore. And it's yeah. like my first wave of, oh, something I put on the internet is like still haunting Coming, me. Yeah. But so I was like literally 20 minutes before you got here, I was like, they tagged me in it and I was looking at it and I just like looked <laughs> down at the comments. Oh. And everybody on those videos, I for anybody who's listening who doesn't know what they are, there were these videos I did for babe.net when they still existed where I like goofed men like I tricked them with like these like questions about like female anatomy and all this stuff and so Mm -hmm. like whatever and when I was doing them I knew I was like it's like not fair like I did this one the one that they reposted was like I was holding a clitoris model and I was Mm -hmm. like do you know what this is but and but in the video I was like I don't even know what this is let's just see if they do so I get the and all these comments were like that's not fair show to any woman and they she wouldn't know what it is like a bunch of those which those don't bother me but then I scrolled past one comment of like this girl is so cringeworthy and I was like I don't you know what just never mind never mind I don't need because it's like I don't think, I mean, ever since X Factor, when I got like death threats on the internet, 
I've yeah. literally learned like I just can't unless I like and respect the person. Like if one of you guys had a negative opinion about me and I found out about it, like I'd be so upset. But like a comment from a stranger, it's like I've num- kind of learned to just yeah. like not like because there are people that also just like hate women or hate right. brunettes or something, and then it's like oh whatever I did had nothing to do with it. Yeah. They don't like women who are brunettes. You know what I mean? It's just like right. the, the thing about me had nothing to do with it. So I'm like. Yeah, know. totally. And even more specific to that, it's like they just saw this like performed sliver that doesn't even touch who I am yeah. on the internet. Like it's not a, it's not a judgment of my character and my personality. It's yeah. like. You know, but nonetheless, still, I don't like to ever yeah. indulge in like in that either because it's yeah. just like, why do I need to know this? I don't. I think if anything, it's going to stick in my head. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, yeah. Oh, man. And then when you just said like, oh, if I heard about something that someone didn't like about me, mm-hmm. when I ever, if I ever hear that, Ugh. I get into like a funk. A fucking funk. Really bad. Me and too. some people can like really sort of punch in and out of that I think because they like are used ah, that sounds bad not that they're used to it but it's like <clears throat> their friends growing up did that just would tell them like right like I hate that you always like flake out and like you're never committed to anything like yeah and you're used just, to they probably just were like used to talking shop like that but me and my friends never did that really no well it's also just like why, why are you saying that yeah like is it gonna make me feel better you're just pointing out that you have something you don't like about me and now I kind of want to distance myself from you because I was rude yeah but I I also like I feel like you and I are similar in the sense that like we tend to present like as positive people Mm -hmm. and like live a very like would you say positivity is more of your core than negativity yeah I mean I I I think I want to always be I I think I want whatever I do to always help people get through the day or or entertain people in a way right I I never want to be the thing that is that's going to bring something down so if there's a vibe in a room where it's like oh things are going south I'm always the neutral I always want to be the neutralizer or the bump up or like no let's get hype or you know I I always want to be that positive like thing even if I'm not feeling it a thousand percent. I yeah. always feel the same way. Actually, I've been toning that down a bit because it's such a respons- an immense so, yeah. responsibility yeah, yeah. to put on yourself. But then also, like, when you're alone, you feel like... I'm saying, do you feel like a your core when you're by yourself is, like, generally upbeat? Or are you someone, like, when you're away from all the people, you kind of feel... Like a, a negativeness or like a darkness. I, I think honestly, yeah. I think I've always been kind of a little bit of a morbid person by oh, myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's not what I w- thought you were gonna say. Really? And because the reason I was, I I think I made it too specific and I took it too far. I was <laughs> I'm like I feel like you just present as this like bright person. I feel like your morbidness is out of curiosity and yeah intelligence less than like a feel an emotional feeling yeah Uh and i'm i meant to say that because i feel like that's also why you and i both don't want to even know what anybody is saying about me yeah 
because I want to just have this momentum. And yeah. if I do hear something like that, then it's it like, will tear yeah. that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, it, it, I think I'm still trying to figure myself out on my own in a big way. And I think recently, truly just in the past couple months, I've had a complete trial of like a new humanness, like a new meanness mm-hmm. on my own. Um, because I was just in a super long relationship. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Totally. And, um, I, and, and when I wasn't in a relationship, well, I got into that relationship the very tail end of my sophomore year of college. Which and is young. <clears throat> what, like 19, 20? Yeah. I had barely 20. I had, I, yeah. I just turned 20. Yeah. Yeah. Like that week. Yeah. I remember it because the shit went down on my birthday. So. Okay. 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 So, um, so that, so, uh, I'm that kind of girl, you know, come to my birthday, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You might get a present on my birthday. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I, I mean, I got into that relationship and it was, I never really like had to deal with things so singularly on my own. Right. I could always talk shop with someone. Talk no shop. Matter. You keep saying talk shop. I know. What the hell am I? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, like talk, like talk, like sh- just yeah, like I, shooting the shit. Yeah, I guess talk shop to me all, is is like maybe like a gear person, like a is it like a mechanic or something, like talking shop. Yeah. Like oh yeah, so the revel goes into the pull socket, and I think that's what talking shop originally comes from. I think that is what it comes from, but. Do you, I know what it literally yeah, means. Yeah, okay, okay. You mean it like. I mean it like, yeah, shooting the shit. Um, or getting something off your chest that you have not fully formulated yet. And having someone always be there mm. is so wonderful because obviously those, those not even fully formed thoughts just get to come out. When you're like, I don't know if I really like doing this. Should I keep doing it or should I yeah. quit? Or da da da. And then they're like, No, you're so good at doing that, and yeah. I think you don't really dislike it. I think you should do both. Or blah, blah. and then you being like, Yeah, you're right. Or you know, think you know, yeah. you're getting something from someone pretty instantaneously, and they're not mad that you keep laying stuff on them because they'll lay stuff on you, right? And then you're doing the same thing for them, whereas you know, in certain kind of friendships, sometimes a lot of things can become one-sided and, and you don't want to let, you know, you don't want to do, you know, put all your problems on, on a friend and do that. But you can do that kind of in a relationship a little bit more. Totally. Um, Yeah. There's more, you don't feel as guilty asking someone, asking your partner for like advice or opinion Uh, uh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I and and when I wasn't in a relationship, um, I was just surrounded so much by school and by things that were happening in school and groups that I was in. So completely, I was I've I've been one of those people since I was young that got that was so so into school, not because I like loved it loved it so much, but because I needed to do it so well and I needed to be so focused and, and I was kind of type A in that way. Mm-hmm. 
And so that was so all consuming my whole life was school was like just always there. And I always had to think about it. And I never really let myself just think, think thoughts for a whole day and have nothing to do. Because you thrived in like the structure and the institution. Yeah. And it was always, it it was always that thing of like, oh, I'm getting to in a spiral. I'm getting in a loop. Okay. I I actually can't think about that now. I have to work on this essay. I have to work on Mm -hmm. this script. I have to work on whatever. And then- since like September when I wasn't no longer in a relationship and no longer in school anymore. Yeah. I kind of had days where I was just like, I don't have many responsibilities to take up my headspace. Yeah. I don't have a person to sort of take up my time. Yeah. And now I just have to, think about myself and and really confront who I am like I I mean to be honest really like I'm really trying to figure out who I am on my own yeah I mean that's like I I didn't realize that it was like school and the relationship at the same time that's what happened to me too Mm -hmm. when John and I were broken up it was right after I graduated yeah literally a week later yeah. And it was like instantly like, well, what now? Right. And like you are actually forced to not only figure out this life where you don't share it with this person and you don't have that immediate opinion, like immediate wall to bounce your thoughts off of. But then also you're like, I don't even like it's the first time in your life where the decisions you make are completely your own. And like it's all your responsibility and there's no like teacher or superior or like structure that you have there there's nothing and you're kind of just like out in this abyss and then throwing those together is like a gnarly gnarly time yeah but so good for you yeah it's been it's been it's probably been the best like five months for myself in terms of feeling like a full person yeah I feel like I I just for I get in pockets so often where I don't feel like I have my feet on the ground Mm -hmm. where I feel like I'm like skating between so many things that it's that I don't need to think about myself I don't need to you know do anything but I I feel like these last few months I've been in really like sad depressed certain phases where and then really happy, awesome ones. But in all of that, my feet have been on the ground. Right. You know, like I've been aware of it. I've been like, this is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm acting. Yeah. This is how, this is how I am. This is, this is who I am and I can't blame it on anything. I can't be like, oh, I'm so stressed because of school or that's why I'm feeling sad or, yeah. or uh, you know, I'm so happy because I'm in a relationship. It's like, oh no, these are just moods in my mind. hmm Sometimes I'm happy. Sometimes I'm not. What do I do about that? I never really knew that I had to like do something about that. Yeah, that, I mean, totally. Like recognizing the difference between a feeling and a thought. Yeah. Of like, this is just how I'm feeling right now and that's fine. Yeah. And it's feelings are temporary. And then also when you are as like thrown from those circumstances and then also like whenever you're that depressed, you kind of have no choice but to just like really get to know yourself. Cause it's like, yeah. what am I going to do? Just sit here. 
Like you have to really learn yeah. how your brain works, how you respond to things, how to deal with certain things that you feel. And it's like the most insane exploratory time that can feel so sludgy. But then when you start to recognize the, the progress you are getting from it, it's like, oh my God. Okay, I'm got kind of understanding life a little bit more now. And like, you know, in, a, in almost like a nihilistic way and narcissistic way at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Life is long. Yeah. But That's like something I don't I I have sort of tried to come to terms with. How long life is? I mean, I always think I'm gonna die real young. Really? Yeah. But I mean, not thinking about that. Uh <laughs> sing it out. Yeah, not thinking about that. I um I I just have realized that life is long like years are long and that's funny no one ever says that life i know i everyone's like life is short but that gets me crazy yeah that's like i'm not doing enough and i'm yeah. like opening notebooks and writing nothing yeah. in it and then being like i got it and then i'm like b uploading things and making videos and da -da -da. and then i'm like all of that was ass yeah and yeah. then <laughs> that, that, like that that was so like that was bad that didn't matter. Yeah, there. I I feel like a big realization for me in the past year has been that life is longer than you think. Mm -hmm. In the sense that I don't know if it's a generational thing or what it is, but there, I feel like there is this idea of like that I've grown up with, that we've grown up with, of like life is short, like do everything, like instant gratification, like mm -hmm. we expect things to happen quickly, and along with how the generation like right above us is the first to like get married so late or not at all. Yeah. Versus like when our parents were 23 or 24 or, or what are you? 22, 22, 22, whatever. They were so much further technically in the timeline of their life. Yes. So it's oh my God, yeah. combination of all those things. And then realizing that like real good things in your life, take time and take slower effort slower but like purposeful effort and like nothing is going to happen overnight that's worth anything and once you realize that you it's the process that you have to enjoy it because life is long mm -hmm. and those you're never going to fully know who you are you're never going to fully get exactly what you want in terms of like big dreams and so kind of accepting that and going like it really is the process that's supposed to be that is more fun and like that is what I should be putting my energy into rather than only thinking about like the end the end the end like yeah. result yeah just I mean it's not possible for me all the time it's like a work in progress to even think that way yes but acknowledging that way of thinking I feel like is is going like oh my god okay that alleviates like a lot of pressure that you put on yourself that makes you not even enjoy what you're doing mm -mm. because you're so worried about like how short life is and how quick yeah, yeah, things yeah. have to be and life yeah and life doesn't life doesn't have to like be where it where you imagine it has to be at 30 yeah I always i'm like oh my god and then i'm creeping on 20 five and 28 and then 28 turns 29 and yeah. i'm doing 30 and i hope i'm exactly where i need to be yeah and then but you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to any of us, but it's like that. I, I guess like none of that is real. 
Like yeah. whatever we've imagined as our future is not real. It's not real and it's never going to be real. And it's never, nothing ever looks like what you predicted to look no. like ever. Me. And then you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just showing him uh, my pictures from high school, which uh, I don't know. DM me if you want to see them yeah. or just check or just my <laughs> scroll <Instagram>. down. <laughs> yeah. Just check my Instagram. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, did I fucking believe I would like be sitting like I, this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think school, that yeah. all the time, like we, right before you got here, Pete, I, I got a haircut today and it Do looks you, great. Come on. Stop. <laughs> stop it. I, I, oh my God. I just looked in the mirror and I fucking hate it. I hate it. <sighs> First of all, I need to wash my hair, especially with curly hair. It's one, like I don't get it blown out. So whenever I leave a salon, I'm like, I hate this. I need to wash it and style it. Don't you really? Yeah. I hate the way my hair gets styled at salons. They Cause just, it's crunchy or what? No, they did some... Okay, this was fucking weird. So I went to the, the Diva Chan salon. It's like the curly hair cutting salon. <laughs> I, like a, I, I, Diva, D-E-V-A. Like, all right, what are you trying to do with that? Diva. Just call it D, like Diva. Diva. You know, I don't like those yeah, little yeah, yeah. change of spelling things. But so um, I'm clearly angry about what they did. <laughs> okay, the name is getting slandered. Okay, so the name for for us. Um, but I, I go there and you know how, when you go to, you, well, no, you don't go to hair salons. Oh, you cut your own hair. I am unrelatable. You are <laughs> for this portion of the podcast. You cannot, you literally can't relate. <laughs> Everyone's like, she is so unrelatable. Yeah. Unrelatable. Even, Why does that sound bad when I just unrelatable? Said it? She's so not relatable. I not relatable. Whenever I've unrelatable, um, whenever I've gone to a new hair cutter, like they always shit on how my hair has been cut and what the previous cutter has been doing wrong this whole time, which is like, it's I like, see what? through you. Like I was like, I know you're just trying to get me to come back after this haircut. And you're like trying to act like literally every time I get a new person, they're like, which is like four times. Cause I always find one and keep them. Yeah. But they're always like, Oh, see, see, here's what they did wrong that I'm going to fix for you. Like I'm going to fix this. They made it separate. And like, I'm going to change it so we don't hear. And they try and like explain with this convoluted like hair knowledge. And yeah. I'm like, no, I actually was going to them for like two years. Cause I liked what they did. It's also being like, Oh my God, they did it so wrong. It's like, what have I been walking around with? Yeah. Then? <laughs> like Jesus. All right. Thank you. Like a, like a bald patch. Yeah. Of like, some <laughs> yeah. Ass, like what did I, what was I just walking around with? If it was that bad? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's always like a backhanded thing. of like, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. I'm <sighs> like, I, I don't need fixing. I need to trim. Like I didn't ask for this whole thing. I look bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that also makes me feel like I don't trust them. Cause they're like just shitting on everything that was done before. And I'm like, well, no, cause I know that, whatever. So they did this thing where like they tried to make it like a learning experience where they like, she cut my hair dry and then they washed my hair and made me hold a mirror so I could watch how they were washing it. And then while it was still wet, they put like three different products in it, like a, a shit ton of product. I'm telling you, they like gooped gel in their hands, so much of it, put it through my wet hair. I've never seen this happen before. It was so bizarre. I have wet, wet hair and they're putting like, three different products in it. Then they sit me under the dryer and I'm like, so that wasn't like too much product, right? Like I don't want it to be like hard hair. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's, it's going to be fine. So then they dry me under the dryer and like I'm feeling it and it's like hard. My hair is like crunchy. And I'm like, uh. no, 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 no. I'm going to be so upset. I'm not paying for this shit. 
And then they like take it out of there and they like blow dry it more with this diffuser. And like now, feel it. I don't like how it feels. It feels like, like, like American girl doll. Yeah, hair. I was gonna hair. say it does feel a little bit like wig like. It, it feels like a wig, and it feels like you want to feel it, Pete. It feel my normal hair is so like smooth, and you could run your fingers through it. But this feels like fucking like doll hair. I don't like it, and like. Whatever. So they just like did this whole spiel and I was like, I just wanted a haircut. And now I just, I don't know. That's really the end of the story. It, uh, it's so weird that all those products made your hair look pretty similar to what you do. I think it made it look worse. Well, it looks, I think maybe it's like a less, like a, a less good version, but it's yeah. also like, it didn't make your hair dramatically. Different. Yeah. Like they so called like the why? cut, the, when I, when I booked the haircut online, they called it the diva cut transformation. I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, you're about to give me a fucking transformation. You're going to come out and you like, look at your hair and you're like, and it's just completely different hair. Com- yeah. yeah. You're just like, wait, we're this- actually going to give you new hair. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, but I, I'm just like, I didn't need that whole show. The, my favorite thing about my hair is that when I do it, people always say like, they're like, and they want to touch it. It's like, oh my God, it's so much softer and like smoother than I thought. And I'm like, yeah, that's my favorite part about my hair. And now they just made it into like Shirley Temple rough, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. If I put product in my hair. It's like you can't see my hair anymore. <laughs> it's like, it like goes away. What do you mean? I put product in my hair and like my hair is like is like flat as board. Oh. It like goes back into my head. Well, why would you ever put product in just straight hair? Because when I was as younger. As opposed to gay hair. When I was younger, when I was younger, <laughs> I was like, oh, my hair is curly, but I just haven't been. I haven't found it yet. <laughs> oh, you felt like the product makes it curly? Yeah, and I and like my cousin and stuff and my aunt were like, I didn't know my hair was curly until I was 18. And I was like, what? Yeah. Are you like, are you, what? Like I, and so I like looked at myself no in the mirror sense. and I was like, I have straight hair, but it is curly under there. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like just waiting for it to just, explode yeah i was waiting for it to explode and to have like sarah jessica parker like long voluminous waves like carrie like yeah uh, uh, uh. and and the my favorite part about the idea of that is that i would just be that person where they'd be like oh my god your hair is like so curly it's like so crazy. <laughs> like I really don't. I have like I have like waves and my hair like a little bit. You do not have curly hair. No, no, not at all. Oh, not yeah, even yeah. not even a little bit. You like, have the hair that when I was a kid and hated my curls, I was like, I just wish it would dry like that. It just dry down. No, like but your, your hair's not flat. It has like a body Yeah, to it. it has a little it has body. And then especially because I mean I, I, uh, we talked about this. I cut my hair and I've cut my hair since I was 18 and, uh, 
I didn't really know how to cut my hair for how it moves. It does move. Mm-hmm. That's that's a term that <laughs> hair hair people call yeah. straight hair is like, oh, how does it move? How does it move? And it's yeah. like it moves like when my head moves. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so how do you but you don't um, cut straight across? No. No, not at all. What I you did. So when I first started cutting my hair, I was like, oh, you have to do it. So here's a lowdown, like uh, sort of just an audio lowdown of yeah. how to cut your hair yeah, because yeah. you don't need to see it. <laughs> Why do uh, I not believe any of this? But You're terrifying uh, me. I know. But so you don't actually, look? No, no, you do. I was just saying like how funny to do a hair tutorial that's oh, just over the, audio. Uh, um, like how just not helpful. So. Yeah, just but, listen to yeah, this yeah. when you're cutting your hair. <laughs> you should sort of close your eyes and be able to visualize this. But yes. So my hair is sort of in a in a top knot right now a little bit but since my hair isn't long enough for it all to get in it's at the bottom it's half up half down my hair is kind of short and um and you have bangs and i have bangs just look up her on look her up on instagram look up i have a little bit of like i have i tried to give myself like a little bit more of a mullety vibe the Uh last like couple months that i've been cutting my hair which uh, is different than how I used to cut my hair. I used to cut my hair very like chunked, you know? Uh-huh. Do you remember that? My hair was like no. sort of, it was just like pixie. Really short? It was pretty short. It was, Wait, it yeah, was, maybe I do remember And then that. it was like bangs and like, you know, it was yeah. kind of like a little bit like 20s-esque. Yeah. And wow, and you did that yourself. Yeah. That's wild. And so I put my hair half up and I like cut the bottom part like, oh, this is like as short as it's going to be. This, you know, and, and I see if I like it because it does get covered if you don't like it that short, you oh, know, that's smart. So you, so you do this and you're like, okay, does that look good on my neck? Does it look good around my ears? Looks fine. And then you go, you put more hair down and like sort of match that slash. Uh, if it's too short, then the rest of it gets, you don't cut as, as much, but if it's right, then the next layer that you put down, you want to do, um, you want to, uh, this is so hard to explain, but it's like you want to take a piece of hair and put it through your fingers almost vertically. Yeah. And pull, pull it, it out, out and then cut um, and then cut up. Yeah. And so that gives it um, texture and it gives it like layers. Well, they do that at hair salons. Like you see them pull it out and then and they then cut, cut up. up. Yeah. Yeah. And cut up and then. When you're doing layers too, you're exhausted uh, from this. Yeah, my guy. I ran so much while I was just saying that. You did. I was like, <laughs> you were running. <laughs> running, running. You were doing and mental jumping jacks. Yeah. But and then for to get it more like mullety, it's not a mullet. My hair doesn't look like a mullet, but it's more mullety. No, it's not. And, and right in the way that it is right now, you cannot tell. But it's like when I have it cut, I the bangs, I decided instead of making bangs and then like the rest of my hair, my bangs flow Go into, into all the layers. So it gets like, it's like shorter in the front objectively yeah. and then longer in the back. This is business in the front, party in the Be back. Be in the front, park me in the back. <laughs> Pick me in the front, park me in the back. Park yes. me in the back. Yeah. Pick me up in front, park me park in the me, back. Park me in the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what my hair looks like. But then I also, my mom never let me dye my hair or anything like that. So I've, I like. But you recently did. I've, yeah. So I've been, I've been on this kick since like. June, I guess, of 
last summer. Since we went to the pond house. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, we went we were to, there for my first shebang. I remember it. it so well. And that, and your hair got a little curly. We went to John's pond yes. house, a big group of us. Yes. And you wanted to like put lemon juice in your hair to dye your hair. Mm -hmm. But then we wound up buying hair dye from CVS yeah, yeah, yeah. and dyeing the tips of your hair blonde. Yeah. Yeah. With lemon juice and beer to make oh. it curly. Oh. <gasps> Whoa, you're right. We put, <laughs> I, I just drenched my hair in beer. And, you did. And I then I got my fantasy of like my hair is curly. Yeah, you did. I remember it so well. And it did get curly. It got like mad curly. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is amazing. Like my hair is always going to look like this forever now. <laughs> and then, well, you know yeah. you can get, they say sometimes when you get pregnant, I don't know if you're planning on getting pregnant. Mm. It changes your hair. Like I know a lot of people who had hair like yours and they got pregnant and then their hair was really curly while yeah. they were pregnant or Whoa. some shit. That, I mean, yeah, your feet grow too. What? Yeah. Your feet grow? Yeah, when you're pregnant. What does that mean? Oh, they swell? No, they grow. What do you mean? Like you go My up mom a shoe went size? From, like, they grow horns, yeah. They grow they, hooves. They, yeah, you get... And then you trot around yeah. while you're pregnant. And so you can move faster. You're a mate. Yeah, you're a mate. Yeah. yeah. What am I saying? But um, <laughs> they... <laughs> they, Yeah, my mom went from being like an eight and a half to a nine. Oh, that's not much. I go from being an eight and a half to a nine like once a week. Yeah. I have some <laughs> shoes that are, you know... Well, no, that's just like different styles of shoes. She like objectively needed to throw away her shoes that fit her. Oh, wow. Throw them in the garbage because they And they didn't never work. shrunk back down? They never shrunk back down. Oh, no, but I want like four kids, so I'm going to go up to like an 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it just grows once. And then that's it? I don't know. Oh, man, all that shit scares me. I work at an after school program. You do. This is something about you that I like admire and also Ooh, am like get shocked. Out of there. I'm like, how yeah. you work with kids. Every job you have is with kids. Yes. I work with kids every day of the week almost. So you work at the can we say it? The fourteenth Street Y. Uh yeah. I can I can say that. I mean Yeah, you work there. I work there. Um and I there's like hundred and fifty kids that come from all over um like lower manhattan that mm -hmm. come to the after school program mostly like it's all it's pre-k through fifth grade mm -hmm. but it mostly is like kindergarten and first grade mm -hmm. which it i don't know it's like such a, a it it has changed me as a person it's like it's actually changed me it has been the greatest test of my patience as a human being ever, bar none. I babysat a bunch, babysat babies, babysat toddlers, babysat older kids. There is nothing compared to like the sound and and emotion that your body feels when 60 children in a room are like yelling oh and running God. and punching each other and breaking something and then coming up to you crying this person he stole my this and this person that. and and you just have to go into this like mode it's like a war zone oh my I God. sometimes and I, and the, there's also nothing like it too because like my ovaries dry up when I'm there oh I'm like yeah. there's no shot in hell that I'm having kids really well yeah I mean I yeah I say that now confidently because I don't want kids at 22, but right. also just like, 
I, I deal with these kids and I feel like a parent and I feel exhausted and I feel completely drained because it's like, I tell, I try and talk, I try and level with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm at my wits end. It's like five 30 and I, and we, we end at six and it's been just hours of chaos, mass chaos. And I'm trying to level with a kid, like two kids that are crying because they're beating on each other. And I'm like, and I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, I don't know how to talk to you. <laughs> and they're like, what, what? And I'm like, I'm serious. I could keep going on like, we could keep going on like this where I reprimand you and you don't know how to be in the community room and that's fine. Then we'll call your parents and you're not allowed to come back to the Y anymore. Do you want that? And it's like, it's like to the point where it's just like, it is so high, high emotion, high stress. And it's like, and, and where sometimes I, I'm like, do you not listen to me because you don't like me? What is it? And they're like, no, no. But then there are some times where it's like, I'm yelling and I'm yelling in a bad way. In like like a bad way. It's like, it is so distressing to hear. (laughs) Can you give an example? Oh, yeah. It's like, it is like on another level. It's like so bad, but it's like, it's like, it's like, you're humiliating yourself in front of everyone you know. Is that fine with you? Do you want to go to the other side and never talk to your friends again? Do you want me to tell you that you are a bad kid? Is that what you want me to tell you? Do you want to be yelled at for the rest of your life? Like, it's like, it gets to the oh point sometimes where it's like... <laughs> you just scared me. I'm like, no. <laughs> it gets to the point where it's like, it's so heavy handed and it needs to be. Yeah. And it needs to be in, in a crazy way. You think like, oh, no, there's no way that you can talk to kids like that. Like, that seems like bad. But it's like it, they will sneer at you and snicker at you and be like, I hate you. <gasps> and like, we'll pass you. And then it's just like you have to be like, no, like this cannot be how it ends. You know, I have to I have to assert some kind of authority and all that sounded like really bad. I don't, I don't not tell them. at all. No, I do not. Think yeah. I fucking hate kids. If I, I feel like if I was in your position, I would be like, I don't like you. I don't want to be here. I am here to get paid. Yeah. So you could shut up or I will get you kicked out of this program yeah. and you will be so upset. Yeah. But That's then sometimes they're like, like <laughs> sometimes they're like, I don't care. I hate it here. And I'd be like, good, then you can go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't care about your well-being. You have no leverage. But the crazy thing is that I <laughs> I'll I'll I will try and level with them and I will try to work something out so much, or I get so frustrated with them and it sucks and I get so mad and whatever. And then I'm like, and I don't even love you. Uh, like, you know, like they're a parent, yeah. the parents, like, they will get that bad. I I will see people and parents get that mad at their kids. Like, you know, if I'm picking someone or, um, you know, baby after babysitting or parents come in or something bad is happening or whatever, I can see it in their eyes. I know that they get that upset or impatient. But then at the end of the day, they love those kids. Right. And some of the kids I do really like at the Y and like they'll, you won't be looking, you'll be doing something else. And all of a sudden you'll like, feel something like hug you like really tightly like around your waist and like they'll look it up at you and they'll be like I made you something Ugh. and I, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I, I was trying to like off. get I was trying <laughs> 
get off of me. I was trying to be like, no, it's this is nice like jeans. a moment. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Did you wash a, your hands before fucking touching my jeans without asking? Sometimes their hands are so nasty ew, sticky. Ew. I but, don't fucking like kids <laughs> whatsoever, but I know yeah, I want them yeah. later. No, I, I mean, yes. <laughs> later, later. Later, later. But I, I applaud the shit out of you because I, I feel like you did not sound bad in any of what you just did. The fact that you do that job does you are doing so much good for the world now because really at the end of the day i feel like so much of the world and life and society genuinely like revolves around children and the youth and like what the youth is ingesting and like it makes sense because everything that makes you into who you are happens like in your childhood and so yeah like i think having a presence of children and like the upcoming generation in your life every day keeps you so much more of like a wholesome, grounded, like good person because you're interacting with like the heart of the world on a daily basis and impacting their life. Even if it's 60 kids out of like the billions in the world, it's still, you're making a huge impact on them. And that like, I applaud you for, and I hope you, I'm sure you feel that to some I do, I do. I, I mean, I, I, I sometimes am very, I, I sometimes am very thankful that I've had the experience and like stuck through it, um, for those moments where it's like, you know, when, when a parent comes up to me and is like, wait, you teach the musical theater class on Tuesday, right? And I'm like, oh yeah. Um, and they're like, Han Jun has been like singing all at home. Like yeah. has been singing Lion King at home. And this kid, I mean, I just said his name, but like it's just his first so, name. so like unbelievably quiet. Like not a word. Oh my not God. a word. Not a word. And he'll sing in class. And you're and uh un, un I could not do that for so many weeks. He didn't want to. Wow. And then like the thing happens and then you think to yourself like oh am I that teacher that they're like oh I was in this class one time and I just found that I really liked music and oh now my I play god that that could make you cry see that I like that's like a school of rock moment yeah oh my god that's yeah. so rewarding that's that is completely rewarding and it makes you it makes you make crazy decisions because it makes you make totally irrational decisions in the sense that like I work there four days a week and then I babysit on the day that I don't work at the Y. So I'm working like, you know, all week with kids and I can't do that. Like it's not, I can't do that anymore. Like I work more days at the Y than a lot of people do. Well, not a lot of people, but it's like, they really can only stand like two or three days, a lot of the counselors. And, um, I have to, tell myself like I need to cut it down. I need to cut it down. I need to like yeah. I need to do three day I need to do three days and babysit on the fourth day and like that has to be it. But then like I like a parent will tell me that and then I'll get an email from my boss and be like, so send in your weekly schedule for the next semester and I'm like four days. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh Jesus, I didn't actually Yeah. And then I and then the next day that it's terrible, I come home at six thirty and I'm like, I'm gonna kill myself. Like yeah. I, it's too much. But but then yeah. again, every job has the it's too much days. Right, right. 
I mean, you, I mean, you have like a nine to nine to five. Yeah. Basically. Well, yeah. Like 10 to six, but, but, um, so it's actually a little different. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, just, I mean, it's 11 to seven. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, 11 to seven. Sort of. Um, uh, 10 to 6. It's actually 10 to 6. Uh, so careful. Don't box me into that category. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's actually 10 to 6. Yeah. Um, um, I am not a 9 to 5 kind of person. No. At all. No, I'm I wouldn't way peg you more as that. 10 to 6. <laughs> Never would have pegged you as that. Um, yeah, no, I work like 40 or more hours a week. And it's like, I always. Grass is always greener. Like sometimes I'll look back on the days when I was bartending or working in coffee and I'm like, ugh. The life of a different schedule every week where you're not with the rush hour crowd. And yeah, like, yeah. You know, but I, I mean, I make good money doing what I'm doing and it's, it's in the vein of, of what I want to do. Um, it's, you know, video editing. And I literally had a day the other day, I was telling John about this the other night. I was walking through the office, like back to, I was in an edit suite working on something and I was passing all the computers with people who had Adobe Premiere open, obviously, because they're editing. And I was like, Fuck yeah! I fucking love Premiere. Like I, I, <laughs> I had this moment where I was like, I fucking love the software I work on every day of like editing. Really? Yeah, wow. yeah, editing was something like ever since I was in middle school, I would like make these videos so I could sit on the computer like and, and stay up all night in, yeah. editing them and get it was it's that thing for me that like I can just get sucked into. I literally love the craft of it and like yeah. Adobe Premiere to me is like like my adult video game. Like I love it yeah. genuinely. It is a lot. It is a lot about like, Oh, what is, what is this? How do I solve this? What's the piece of the puzzle that I, and then it, it is like video game in that sense. Totally. And like a lot of times when I shoot something, like any music video I've shot, I'm like, I can't wait to shoot it so I can edit it. Like mm. I'm always excited about that. That was a sidetrack. I meant to say like, I do like it, but like, obviously there are days when I'm like, fuck this. I want to, Go back to serving or, or whatever. Yeah. Never with kids. No. I would not have a job with kids. But I was going to say. Like the rain, serving at the Rainforest Cafe. Yes. Only kids, only serving. That would be, the, that's my nightmare of a job. Yeah. A literal nightmare job. But I like sometimes like uh, an older person in the office will bring in their kid and they're like little and I have no idea what to do like with that like person in front of me. I'm like, how do I talk? Like I have, kids are so mm. not in my life. That I feel the deficit of my social skills with children. And I feel yeah. like that's, it's a problem. Like, I feel like I should be able to not only talk to kids just because, like, that's weird. I can't even have hold a conversation with a kid because I get, I get the most social anxiety talking to kids. Because yeah. I'm nervous that I'm going to do or say something that's wrong or whatever. Yeah. It's like, ooh. But then it's it. also that thing I was saying where, like, having children in your life, I feel like evens out the nihilistic dread you can get from just like overworking or just like the stress of being an adult. And like, you realize that none of it matters. Cause look at this sweet shining face of youth. In yeah. Front of me. I Sometimes. feel like you're going to be the, the kind of parent though, that uh, there are some of these at the Y where they come pick up their kid and they talk so straight up with their kid. Like they don't, there's no kid voice. Like mm. there's no parent voice. Like, okay, honey, yes, we have, we have dinner at home and yeah. it's like meatballs. How does that sound? It's like, there are some parents that come into the Y where they're like, 
they look at their kid and they're like, what's that shit on your face? All right, whatever. <laughs> let's go. To, like, it's like, and then they're like, all right, thanks. All right, we're going to go. Yeah. Seriously though. Like, did you, uh, did I, did, did we forget to bathe last night? Like where yeah. they are, they are talking regularly and those kids are cool too, to talk yeah. to because those are easy. Those are kids are, that are, I know are very easy to talk to because they right. get talked to like a normal person. Yeah. I, I, I want to avoid talking to my kid. Like, like they're a little child and I think I will. But then I think about how John and I talk to each other genuinely when we're by ourselves. And I talk to him like a child. Like I'm like, sweetie, do you want some, like I literally treat him like, you know, yeah. And vice versa. And I mean, that's a relationship thing. which could be totally different, but like, but I think you can do, you do that with so much like self-awareness though. Oh, obviously. So yeah, then when I'm you do like that to a kid like, too. Oh, what? Yeah, when you and you do you could do that to kids too where it's like where I'm sure you would also be the kind of parent where it's like BB, what do you want for Dindin? Yeah. You know, and then it and then it and then and then they can just do it right back to you. They're like pita. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, totally. I but I think I'd rather be the parent that talks straight to my kids, especially because I was brought up in a very, like, I am the child, they are the parents kind of way. Mm-hmm. Not in like a, you are the child yeah, in yeah. a way of like, you're the child. Uh, the and like, I don't, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't need that shit. You're the you child. <laughs> <laughs> so where's yeah. the child? You, yeah, you're the child. Yeah. Well, so, and my mom still even like the way she talks to me and the way she treats me. And what gets on my nerves is like I'm her little baby. And like I get that in a love sense. But at the same time, I'm like, this is what creates resentment, mom, because I don't want to be talked to. Like I don't have my own consciousness and intelligence. And like, you know, I I feel bad. Whenever I start talking about my mom on here, it's always like, I know. And it's always something that I'm like complaining about. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad. Like, I feel like I'm painting this ugly picture. No. My mom's the sweetest woman in the entire world. I would say the same thing for my mother. But I honestly sometimes think that the dynamic that me and my mom have is that I'm older. That you are older and she is younger? Yeah. Like, she's always, she always talks about like, she has a much older sister, 10 years older than her. Oh, wow. So she kind of acted like an only child when she was growing up. And whenever I'm home and stuff, she always says, like, we get into something or, like, she starts tickling me. And I'm like, stop. Cut it out. Come on. Like, it doesn't feel good. And then she's like, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, she's like um, come on. I, I wanted a sister. Like, even though she had a sister. But she's like, oh. I wanted a sister. And it's like she is sometimes my little sister. That is interesting. Yeah. It would be funny if she heard this. Heard but, I thought, but I think we both agree on that in, in a certain sense. And I think because of also the way that I live, like out in New York, and I'm like doing this thing and performing and stuff. Yeah, and she's totally. like, can we come? Like, we, yeah. And then when they came to the Lisa show, you weren't there. They came to that Lisa show oh, yeah. with my brother and they went like balls to the wall. My dad was DJing. My mom was like dancing with a beer. Like, yeah. And, and I think she's like, she's like, can we come to you? Like, it's like a little yeah. sibling being like, can we come to the party? And totally. I think that, I think that they, or my mom at least acts like that with me. 
where she's like, what are you doing? Like, can you tell me what you're doing? And she's like so excited to hear it. Like she's a little, you know, my little sister knocking on my bedroom door and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is what I do. And blah, blah, blah. yeah. It's yeah. I, like my little, yeah. I, I have that dynamic with them as well because, um, I think there is a thing about like suburban parents with kids who live in New York there's a certain sense you feel where, like, when you live in your New York, have your parents ever lived in New York? They did in the 80s for, oh. like, two years. Okay. Okay. Well, I hope my point still stays. My parents never lived in New York. Yeah. And I feel like there's a certain, like, it's, it's totally asshole of me to say this and, like, asshole of anybody to think this way. But I do think when you live in New York, you think you have, like, an elevated sense of just, like, what's going on and how to live. Like, you feel harder like you've been hardened a yeah, bit yeah, yeah. in a in a way of handling and you're life like no sense. this is how it works yes. this is how it works and then they can rep they like say something and i'm like oh my god that would never fly yeah like i or they'll be like oh why don't you like why don't you take a car to blah blah and i'm like are you f- joking like yeah. i i have to take a car to do that and then that's so much money and then and they're like right. no like just just relax and, and have a day and go do that. And I'm like, you would not believe the schedule I'd need to make for myself if yeah. I needed to go do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, where they just like are oblivious, but they're clearly not. But Right, and there's something so like, if my mom's like, so how are you getting there? Are you going to take an Uber? And I'm like, am I going to take an Uber from like 72nd Street to the East Village? Like, no, I'm no. going to get on the train, mom. Yeah. It's after 10 p.m. and I can, yes, I can take the train. And there's a certain feeling in that of like their naivete, yeah, versus your like hard like New Yorkerness yeah. that feels like you can be the parent sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I I try not to let that stuck upness dictate my relationship with yeah, my parents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been so much fun. Wait, I should tell the last thing. I tell should the say. last thing. Yes, please. There's always time for the last thing. <laughs> Is that I should say what my costume was that I won. Oh my for. God, we never got to it. <laughs> this has to be in the caption so people know that they can wait all yes. the way to the end. Yes. I'm gonna say Chloe has so a big reveal on. at the end. Um, or you could also just look at my Instagram and scroll all the way to the bottom because there's a picture. Um, but I was, this is not even like a huge reveal, but I was a person from Oz. Like I was uh, from the Wizard of Oz, you know how. how like a munchkin? No, everyone asked that, yo. No, the people in the Emerald City. From the city. actual Oz, not just the movie. <laughs> from the city of Oz, okay? No, they're the people from the Emerald City, so they're all green. Oh. Do you know, like, in Wicked? Have you ever seen yes. One Short Day in the Emerald City? city. Um, and everyone comes out, and they're like, one short day. Yeah. And, and, and I was I want to see that Wicked. again so bad. I'm obsessed with Wicked. I work go. out to Defying Gravity. It's so, I mean, we should it's go. It's the best workout song. I would love to go. Um, Even if we get backseat of No, the Jamie and Liz and I have talked like a thousand times about when we're going to go see Wicked. So you're okay. obviously. Yes. Um, but group, group plan. And, and Pete. Oh. And Pete, you want to go? You want to go? Okay. Um, We're all going to see Wicked. Can't wait. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was like, I, it was a person from Oz and we handmade the whole costume and there was an, um, like a handmade umbrella that my mom made out of like green velvet that said like the land of Oz on each panel with like these little like, um, 
like balls that like hung off the side and I had this green bob wig and these big glasses with like sparkles and and a hoop skirt that like Mm. had all these layers and guess who I fucking lost to who this kid this guy that that dressed up as Michael Jackson (laughs) almost as bad (laughs) the six flags guy what was it the trend at the time they're like yeah yeah it was the that was the commercial that was the commercial on so he went off of a fad costume yeah and mine was tried and true and it's gonna last throughout time and people are gonna have a costume maybe but my house is a fucking shit show with storage so somewhere but we don't organize our shit so it's like we could find it in a decade and be like oh it was in this it was in this hat box that was like in another box in a different cardboard box in the garage and we didn't know now it's soiled and wet and moldy that sounds so bad (laughs) but yeah we definitely have it yeah it's somewhere it's lying somewhere in there but i i went second with campbell campbell brown told me that is, uh, that is quite the story. That is your X Factor moment. Yeah. Do you have a photo? Okay. Is that what you're looking for? Okay, Danny oh. DeVito. Something about that just came through. Um, yeah. Wait. Here. Oh! Where is it? Well, this is like one of my first costumes that my mom made. It was oh, a purple cute. bat. Um, and well, no one who's listening where can the fuck see these. I know. This is... Oh, here. <laughs> That was it? Yeah. Oh, my God. See, it's like, this is like, there's like a hoop there. That's so cute. Wow. It's so silly. But yeah, look at my Instagram. There's only 121 likes on that. So I I hope that pops off. I'd like to say that I am so jealous of you because have you heard about my, that I posted, I'm going to seriously try and go on the Today Show this year? Yes. Yeah. I've been on. You've been on the Today Show. What? No, not just the Today Show. I want to go on the third hour. Yeah, third hour. Yeah, third hour today. I the Today Show. I fucking love the Today Show. It is the goofiest. It's calming. It is so calming. The first thing I do when I wake up before I pee I, I literally turn on the stage show and I listen to Al Roker and I just found out her name, I think Chanel or Chanel and uh-huh. Craig and I'm still learning all their names because I just know them as faces, but I have decided I'm going to make it my goal this year to get, get on, on the, the third, third hour, hour. today. And I think I have a shot. This whole, the funny thing about that, <laughs> the funny thing about that is that honestly, like the reason you could get on the third hour is because, because you made a campaign. Hour. Oh, to get on the third hour. And your campaign is getting on the third hour. And then they would have that little video block before they interviewed you where they'd yeah. be like, Emily Wilson tried to get on our third hour. And that little video will be a minute and a half. Yep. Didn't, doesn't need to be. It'll have like Ken Burns photos, like of yeah, you going of, across like, the thing. Yeah, and it's like, like, please get me on. And it's like, this young budding comedian is trying to get on the third hour, and that's the whole story. That's the reason why I would get on is because I wanted to get on. So badly. Yeah, well, that was the whole reason why I tried to do be a jewel ambassador a couple years ago mm-hmm. and I just kept DMing them like and tagging them be like sponsor me sponsor me sponsor me and then they followed me and DM'd me and they were like hey we can't sponsor people but we can give you a bunch of free discounts and like shit to you know and Crazy. I was like ugh but I do truly think I can get on the Today Show it's like genuinely my goal for 2020, 2020. and I think I would like 
make the most of it and just if you're listening third hour today i would al loves this al would get a kick out of you know what i was looking at his instagram i kind of am just like al roker (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i in a way am the young budding female al Roker. roker that he i i connect so much to him and he cracks me up in so many ways but anyway if you're listening help me get on the third hour of today check out chloe's costume mm-hmm. on her instagram i mean if anything you could get on the third hour of today because they remembered your I, my costume okay. yeah. and they listened to this and they were like wait she but that hers. other girls <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well <laughs> thank you so much you just ended like yeah, yeah. <sighs> well thank you so much did you learn anything from doing this Yes. So the three takeaways were, um, were, uh, um, yeah. So that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. I'm really, really glad. Um, that's good. Well, thank you for listening listeners. Um, I, I would say Gufanti out, but I don't, this might not be called Gufanti when this comes out. Thank you, Chloe. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. On behalf of me and Pete, the goat, thank you. Goat? Yeah, he's the goat goat. of the the Gufanti logo, but and the greatest of all time. Thank you guys so much. Oh, drum roll, please. Uh